Hello, my friends. Welcome to today's podcast episode. And today we're talking about one of my favorite things, which is morning routine and what you need to know about your cycle and your morning routine in specific. This is going to be a really good episode because I have been through so many different seasons of my life and catering my morning routine to me. And so I hope after listening to this episode, you walk away with knowing what your morning routine needs to be for you, what you want it to be, not necessarily focused on what are these steps or this checklist that other experts say I should be doing, really setting up a morning routine that feels stabilizing, refreshing, and what you need for your day. And then also, because you know this is about cycle syncing, what you need to know about your cycle and how it impacts that morning time, because it does. So let's hop into today's episode. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. My most downloaded episode, you guys, is how to wake up early. And I love that episode if you're somebody who's like, I'm not a morning person. I don't like to keep snoozing the alarm. I'm going to leave that episode linked for you. And I'm also going to redo that episode because I love everything I talked about in that that episode. But I've got a few other tips. But we're going to be specifically talking about morning routine, what it is you actually want to wake up and do during that time for what season you are in right now. And let's hop into the meat of this because that is the first thing you really need to get clear on is what season of life are you in right now? With career, with your family, with your home, with your day-to-day schedule and all of the things, what is that like for you? And then what kind of morning routine or how long, how, like, what are the things that you need to do to support that morning routine? I'm going to give you a couple examples of how the different season of life I was in dictated what kind of morning routine I needed for myself. And even if you're in a phase of like, I know my hormones are really off balance, or I've just got a really high stress, like go, 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 go schedule, during the daytime, you're establishing a morning routine that is going to work for you instead of a checklist that somebody else says this morning routine has been their key to success. It's not going to work for you if it doesn't fit and support what's going on in your life right now. Let me give you some practical examples of this, but I do want you to take some time to think about this. What is what is life like during the day for you? And what would be a really refreshing way to start your day, all right? And so how I want you to think about this is the season of life that you are in. So if you are in a season where you know your hormones are really off balance, you have high stress during the day, waking up and getting in a tough workout may not be the most supportive thing for you right now. 
For others, that may be the best and most refreshing way to start your day, okay? I want you to think about what season of life you were in. And when I was in the season of life where the kids didn't have regular childcare or daycare, it was me at home with the two of them. I was also maintaining my business at that that time. And in that time, I was like, okay, what do I need my morning routine to be? What is going to serve me best in this season? And I thought about it realistically during the day. I am with my kids. I'm with two little kids that don't have the capabilities to really care for themselves in any capacity. Everything from changing two kids in diapers to cleaning up, like teaching them how to clean up, teaching them regulating emotions. So I really realized getting a head start, getting a few to-dos, like I would wake up, I would make my caffeine of choice, I would get to a couple work to-dos have some quiet time, enjoy the house in complete silence. And then when the kids woke up, I would start having the morning routine momentum with them. And I would actually work out when they woke, when they were awake, or I would work out during their nap time. And that was working best for that season. Now, ideally, I have always just been the type of person that likes to wake up drink my pre-workout while I'm reading a little bit, and then get my workout in. Well, in that season, I had tried that routine a couple times, and it wasn't working for me. It was actually leading me to feel more like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of behind on some things, because if I worked out, then it made me want to check into my challenge group, but my kids were starting to wake up, and like, like I said, they were not old enough to make their own breakfast or anything like that. They fully needed mom present. So for me, waking up a little bit before them was really important to have some silence and get some productivity to do's done. So then during the day when the kids were awake, I felt like my brain had a little bit of progress, okay? Then another season when they started going to daycare consistently, I had to reestablish a new routine for us because we were getting up, having breakfast, getting dressed, and getting out the door. Once again, ideally, I would love for my workout routine to be for me to wake up, drink my pre-workout, get my workout in, and then go into mom mode. But when I have little kids that sometimes wake up at 5.15, 5.30, my kids are just early flipping birds like their mom. I would get interrupted with my workout, which was leaving me feeling frustrated. So then I changed up the routine for me to be, if I wake up a little bit before my kids, then I'm going to spend it having some like alone, quiet time. I got a Bible study that I really enjoy. I read a little bit of my books. And then when the kids come downstairs and then I'd make my pre-workout, drive them to daycare. And when I came home from driving them to daycare, then I got my workout in. So my morning time was really just a few minutes of silence before my kids woke up. And it wasn't long. That leads me into kind of, melting tip number two with this tip number one is relying on both a long term a long version of your morning routine and having a short version of your morning routine and so it can be a simple way to make sure that filling your cup you know that cliche of like filling your cup doing a little something for you gets done okay and it can be different for everybody if you're the type where you're like no 
working out in the morning just isn't my thing, but like waking up, having a shower, drinking your coffee and that, and you're a stay at home mom. And that makes you feel like you have energy for the day. Like that makes you feel like you are energized and refreshed and will support you through the rest of your day by you having a shower and getting ready, getting yourself ready. Then that is awesome. You don't have to do what other people, other other experts are saying for you to do in your morning routine. And as a mom, if that is your ideal morning routine is waking up, making your coffee and taking a shower, you know, sometimes you're going to have the long version of that where you get through the whole shower, your hair, your makeup and get fully dressed and then your kids are up. But sometimes there's going to need to be a short version of that where maybe you've made your coffee, you hop in the shower and oh, the li- one of the little ones is awake, right? It's really thinking about establishing what is going to give you energy for your day. And for some, yes, that's waking up and getting your workout in. But if you try that and you feel like it makes your day feel more rushed, more frazzled, more um, like you're behind, if that doesn't feel like it gives you energy to do that right away to start your day, then try something else. Maybe it's reading. Maybe it's getting ready for the day. Maybe it's as simple as making your bed. Whatever it is for you, it truly just needs to be something that is life-giving for you. And once you've established that, knowing that there are going to be times and days and moments where we all sleep in, we all oversleep or we all have a rushed morning, and that doesn't mean you're completely off track with your morning routine. It means you are human. It's kind of like that diet mentality of like, oh my gosh, I had one cupcake and now I'm going to slip and slide and eat all of the chips and all of this and forget it till Monday, right? But if we really just be like, oh, well, that that's what happened today the next day we're really just going to restart when people talk about um consistency and having a hard time staying on track and like well think about brushing your teeth if you forgot one night to brush your teeth and you were like oh i'm i'm off track with brushing my teeth what would you do you would pick up your toothbrush brush your teeth and therefore the momentum starts rolling again why not viewing morning routine or lifestyle choices, working out, health and fitness, all of that in that same way. Pick up the toothbrush, pick up the dang thing and just start going again. Stop letting your mind self-sabotage you into thinking like, oh, I didn't do it perfectly this morning, therefore I'm not good at having a morning routine. No, this is life and this is life with little kids. We need to be adaptable and flexible. So having like a little short-term version and a long-term version in your mind to help you establish a morning routine, then that will lead you to having more optimal success in my opinion because if you're like, oh my gosh, I only have five minutes, like I can, maybe your kids are watching a show for five minutes and you can quickly do that five minute routine, whatever it is. Okay. So what do you need to know about your phases when it comes to your morning routine? Specifically in follicular and ovulation, you may feel really great. You have that like elevating estrogen to make you feel motivated for that morning routine, getting a good night's sleep. You're like, yes, I'm feeling good. I have the energy to exude. But let's really talk about late luteal and menstrual because when our hormones shift and things are different, our body responds differently, especially in those morning hours. So when we are in specifically late luteal phase, 
we have higher progesterone and higher cortisol. Those two things can impact your sleep. So maybe take note of that the next time you are in this phase and notice, hmm, is it a little bit harder to get yourself up out of bed? Is it, are you having some sleep disturbances? Are you waking up between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m.? Are you waking up with this rushed feeling? Are you waking up feeling stressed? I want you to pay attention to your next late luteal and especially how you are feeling in that morning time of late luteal. And with cortisol being elevated already and our blood sugar more sensitive, We do want to think about maybe implementing a breakfast, like if you're used to waking up and working out, maybe having a little something to eat pre-workout will help give you that energy to get through your workouts. If your workout is a morning routine, if you do find that you're like consistently not getting very good sleep, because sleep is so important for hormone health. Let me repeat that. Sleep is so important for hormone health. I am I know for me, like I said, I would love to set my alarm to wake up, have my pre-workout, and do a workout start to finish. That would be about 45, 55-ish minutes long if I'm including sipping my pre-workout to the end of the workout. But my kids are waking up like between 5 and 6. They're waking up between 5 and 6 a.m. So that means to have that time to myself, all to myself, to have that routine fully to myself, I'd have to wake up at 4 a.m. And you know what? For my hormone health, I am not going to do that because I know it can do more damage long-term than good short-term for my hormone health. And for my hormone health is seriously one of my most important things that I protect and I take care of because I know how important it is for me to operate optimally as a woman to have these healthy fluctuations of hormones and not to overtax my adrenals, my hormone health, my blood sugar, and and all of that. Like I'm not going to have hormonal imbalances to have this perfect um, morning routine checklist like yay me I always do this I always do that no like it changed up if I don't get a good night's sleep I turn the alarm off and I let my kids wake me up I actually just am coming out of a season where I wasn't setting an alarm and I was letting my oldest come get me and I was because he's older so he kind of sets himself up with some toys or a show in the morning and I can go do my own thing because he's older, right? I'm going to be transitioning. This is this is just something I think we as moms really need to settle with is like things are always going to adapt and change because in the last five and a half years, my morning routine, my morning me time has looked very different depending on the age of my kids, what our daily routine is like, do I have daycare help, do I not have daycare help, and I just really had to make things specific to me, which made it made it so I didn't want to share what I was doing on social media. Number one, because sometimes people think take something I say that I'm doing right now and lead it as an ultimate truth. Like, I remember one time I said something and then it was like a year and a half later and somebody was like, oh yeah, you do that, right, Joelle? And I was like, um, I was doing that a year and a half ago, not anymore because it doesn't fit for this season that I'm in. Things always are changing. And what is working well for me now in this season and what you establish for now in this season for your personal morning routine 
it may change and it may be completely different. So in luteal phase, maybe you do need to sleep more. Maybe you do need to set that alarm back a little bit, right? And first off, if you are snoozing, you really do need to know that snoozing does more harm than good for you by disturbing those sleep cycles. And if you are setting multiple alarms and snoozing and dozing off and then waking yourself back up again with another alarm, um, read or listen to the book, The Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. She explains the science behind it. There's so much science behind it. But disturbing those sleep rhythms actually is going to be draining of your energy throughout even the rest of the day. So set your alarm alarm at a time for you to wake up, get out of bed. Um, those hatch clocks, even for adults, are really great. So a light starts to brighten and turn on while you are doing this. And also starting to establish a morning routine and a habit of waking up a little bit earlier is great in spring and summer because it's lighter outside. Even in the winter for me, it's harder for me to get out of the bed when it's so dark, but also it's supportive for our hormone health to to sleep when it's dark out, right? So it it all shifts and changes. So during late luteal and, and during menstrual phase, maybe you're having a little bit more of a gentle morning routine, not so much of a rushed morning routine. Maybe you're making sure to set some more things up at night during your luteal and menstrual phase that will help your um, morning routine flow a little bit more, just some things to become aware of. So to wrap up, I, I didn't give you a formula for a successful morning routine for you because what is going to be supportive for you depends on what season you are in right now. If you are a mom of a newborn, what's going to be supportive for you right now probably is sleep or a little bit of reading, or having a shower by yourself. That could be your morning routine and be supportive for you in this season. Maybe for you, you're like, I'm going to try a morning a workout routine. Like, wake up, get the workout in. But that may not be the best thing for you. You want to pay attention to how are you sleeping? How's your energy throughout the rest of the day? For some, like that may be such a good start to the day. Whereas for others, sitting down and journaling or doing more Bible study type of stuff will be more supportive. For me, I'm starting to notice like my body is wanting that activity in the morning and I'm making time for my reading, my devotional, either in the afternoon around my lunch break kind of having a slow pace in midday to refresh myself it's something I'm playing around with but when I was home alone with my kids I had to use some of that quiet time for getting some to-dos done having some peace and quiet to myself and I worked out when they were awake or during their nap time so it's always going to shift and change having a short version and a long version. So once you've established, okay, what what's like one to two things I could do to start my day off in a good way? Try those things out, have a short version and a long version, and then be aware specifically in your late luteal and menstrual phase, like what kind of morning routine feels right for you. Maybe you're waking up at the same time every single day, no matter what phase you are in, but maybe you're changing it up what you're doing. Like maybe during menstrual phase, it's more slow pace, maybe some stretches, 
just just playing around with it. Maybe it's just enjoying and savoring some silence instead of getting in a workout. You can definitely establish the habit of waking up at the same time, but having different morning routines depending on what phase you're in. Or you can give yourself grace and be like, okay, yeah, in follicular ovulation, early luteal, I like get up, I do my thing, and I'm ready and roaring for starting the day. And then maybe during late luteal, like I really know I need this extra sleep. I know this extra sleep, it's going to mean I don't get to do X, Y, Z, but during the day, I'm going to have more energy because I slept a little bit more, right? I see so many ladies like, live by waking up at this particular time but then over time it can lead to being taxing on the body on the adrenals on hormones and lead to burnout and no it may not start right away but and you may have seasons where it's like i'm gonna wake up and do the 5 a.m morning grind but over time if you start to see that doesn't support you anymore no that's okay that doesn't mean you're not a high achiever or a high performer you can absolutely get things done at different times of the day it doesn't have to be 5 a.m right so i hope that this is helpful to you i hope that you are taking a look at like what are you doing for your morning routine now is it truly supportive of the season of life that you are in have you tried customizing your own morning routine do you have a long version and a short version so then no matter how much time you have you're at least doing something to fill your cup and being conscious of where you're at in your cycle so thank you so much for listening today and i will talk to you guys next time